You know how you hear a song or an album and it has that magic on it? That thing that teleports you back? It's the soundtrack of your life if you think about it. I'm a bicentennial baby. I grew up listening to records. Those records turned to tapes and tapes to CDs. And now we just stream it all. But I have to say, I'm a bit vinyl I'm part of a subculture of audiophiles who evolve with the times, but every now and then, the occasion calls for wax. Have you ever wanted to talk to your favorite artists and ask them about the albums they love and why? Yeah, me too. Welcome to Vinally, a podcast where your favorite artists dissect the albums of their favorite artists. I'm Annika Young. You're listening to Vinally, the podcast on 96.3 HD4, dcradio.gov. story. What I love most about hosting conversations on Vinally are the stories behind the music and the people who make it. Some of my guests I know personally and others I've wanted to. My guest today has been part of my family since I was way too young to know why I was swooning over his vocals. My mother and I are now trying to figure out which of us is the bigger fan. It's me, y'all. And I was delighted to meet him and discover this man's personality is just as magical as his voice. He sent me a voice text and I threw my phone out the window. God made him special for us, y'all, seriously. Will Downing, welcome to Vinally, my virtual record room, if you will. Well, thank you very much. I wish folks could see your hands up in the air, giving me the hallelujah. Welcome to Vinally. I'm I'm Vinally here. <laughs> You are finally here (laughs) with me. Uh, You know, I don't know if this is a a little known fact, but you're a funny dude. (laughs) You're a real funny dude. Like, what do you mean by funny, huh? Describe funny. What do you mean? mean, Ha ha funny? (laughs) Definitely ha ha funny. Definitely not funny looking, but definitely like, you know, a funny guy. You got jokes. Well, thank you. Well, I have personality. You, you definitely know, I, have a lot of personality. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. If you've never been to a show, you would never know. But if you come to a show, the same person that you're talking to right now is the same person that's on the stage. And we have a ball uh, at my shows. You know, it's because you sing so seriously. There's like a very like. So, so first and foremost, like I was a, a little bop, a little joint listening to you, right? I had no business being as romantic and grown as I felt when your music would come on, right? And so, like, my mother had records and CDs, and this woman just loves your music. She loves, loves, loves your music, and she has amazing taste in music. So we had Will Downing playing often in our homes, and even though I ask you guys, right, and and y'all listen, Will picked a crazy good album, and again, I threw my phone out the window twice because when he told me who he wanted to dissect, I was like, yes, Will, yes, yes, yes. But I tell you, um, mom had records spinning. You were, I, this, there's this one album of yours that is very, very special to me. And it was my introduction to you. So I get to cheat on vinyl. I ask you guys to pick an album, but I don't have to pick an album. I can span this all over your musical catalog, but you guys have to be <laughs> stuck with one album. <laughs> So, ha, ha, ha. 
Well, what, okay. when was the first time that you got into a studio and stood in front of a mic and recorded music? Well, before I became a solo artist, I was doing, well, how, kind of how I started was I used to do demos for writers. So writers would, would do like publishing deals with someone and they have to turn in like 10 or 12 songs a year. And they would write these songs and they didn't have vocalists to sing. So they would call someone like uh, me and they'd give them, yeah, give me like 50 bucks or something like that. And I would sing their songs. So I was always in front of the microphone or if I wasn't doing that, I was singing background vocals on someone else's records or I was putting out like 12 inch records uh, or was on a bunch of 12 inch records long before I had my name on them as Will Downing. So I had a whole bunch of aliases. <laughs> You strike me as somebody whose voice was like deep early. You were like 10 years old and you were like, what's up, my boy? Wasn't it? No, it's okay. You hit you hit that puberty mark real early. It, it, it was 14. It was 14. It was, four, it was 14. Before that, I had a high voice and I don't believe 14. You. Yeah, believe it. I'm telling you. Now you could the, falsetto? The voice, oh, I can falsetto now, but no, my falsetto was my natural before I turned 14. See, now I have to squeeze my butt cheeks real tight to sing that high. But, you know, <laughs> back then, back then it was all natural. It would just come out. Now, if I do that now, something else comes out. But, yeah. You have a musical family? <laughs> I am not from a musical family at all. You know, they, Ooh, prodigy. You know, yeah, well, I don't know. Or adopted. I don't know. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> one of the, as, the, one. as the old folks say, one of the other. <laughs> one of the other. I, 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 that's the running joke in my family. It's like my brother, he's... Uh, He's an electrical engineer. My two sisters are in education. They were both principals. My mother was a school teacher. Wow. And my father, he worked at the airport, but and I sang. So yeah, the introduction of the kids to other people would be like, you know, oh, my daughter's they, my son, he, and that's well, he he sang a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about this particular album of yours that sends me. But I, I tell you what, I'm gonna play one of my three picks for you. Okay. Listen. Though your dreams come true Just trust in me I'll take of you If you want me to Listen, that mood album, mm. and I picked the part that I used to try to do. <laughs> I don't have your. Well, you not try to do. You just did it. I don't you have your spectacular. Chops. I don't have your chops, Will. Listen, if if you could keep doing that, there would be no need for a me. So yeah, you, you gonna let me come up on stage one of your shows? I'm and sure he, you can come up on stage. You and me, my little there. cousin, Annika. <laughs> <laughs> We just let her do this sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ain't quite right. <laughs> she ain't quite right, but we yeah, just, just let her up here every now yeah. and again. Yeah, it's um, like she's part of the band. Stop it. <laughs> Seriously, that album, um, you know, I'm a storyteller and it's no coincidence or or no shock to anybody who, who knew me, any of my family members that I would go into filmmaking, right? Producing. Mm -hmm. But your that album is very cinematic to me. It feels good. I used to listen to it and think like, when I get older, I'm going to be, this is for the two seconds I wanted to be a, a lawyer living in New York. Ah. Mm -hmm. And then I went to New York and was like, no, thank you. 
No, thank you at all. <laughs> and no, thank you, law school. But I used to listen to that album and imagine myself as this very matured, refined woman. You have your music for me is classy. Classic, yeah. classy. It's gorgeous. You have gorgeous. You make gorgeous music, Will Downing. Well, thank you. I, well, I call it sophisticated soul. And I have That's been it. calling it that for a very, 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 very long time. And I learned from the likes of the Luther Vandrosses of the world and the Anita Bakers of the world, and the Teddy Prendergrasses of the world. And the and Wonders. the brother that you're going to dissect, but don't tell him. I want them okay. to be curious I'm, I'm, about, I'm I want them it. to be, you know, I want them to Listen. be curious about who a Will Downing would choose. Absolutely. I won't keep it. To, I won't keep it to myself. That's it. Do you remember making that album? Can you tell me about that time making that album? Yeah, that was probably. And what mood were you of, in making mood? Well, it was probably one of the more turbulent times in my life. Wow. Uh, yeah, my my first wife and I were going through <laughs> you, you name it, we were going through it. It was a roller coaster of emotions going on in our household at that time. And uh, I have a feeling that one of the songs that you like from that project is, which is very um, cinematic, as you would say, a very visual song where you can, you can kind of see what was going on as I'm writing the words. I mean, I'm literally, you know, mapping it out for you so that you can't miss it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a song like Sorry I or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. Yeah, see, I, 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 see the Ooh. folks can't see us, but I can see you smiling as I was saying. And I was like, we're on course, we're on course. And yes, we're, we're Man, get out of here being empathic and trying to guess what's going on. Because you, you, you're <laughs> probably right. You're probably right. But, you know, some of the most amazing art comes out of drama, like things that happen, experiences that happen. That's an incredible album. Did you enjoy making it? I know things were going on, but did you enjoy making it? Could you appreciate what you put into that album? Because it was very like everything on the table. Yeah, I mean, it's very therapeutic without me having to go to a psychiatrist or or anything like that. Uh, You know, it's kind of getting it off my heart, getting it off my mind. Uh, Even with the song that I mentioned, uh, Sorry I, you know, we were having, we were literally having a argument, you know, a, a screaming match, you know, yelling back and forth. And writing that song was a way of me saying, okay, this is what's really on my mind. This is what's really on my heart. And, you know, kind of force you to kind of check it out because we obviously weren't listening to one another. It was sort of like jab, 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 you know, kick, 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 that sort of thing, verbally. Yeah, of course. But yeah, so so yeah, I mean, it was a way of me kind of getting it out and a way for her to understand what I was going through and a way for my kids to understand, you know, where I was in the situation as well. And as they grew up, they were kind of like, I got it. I, you know, I understand. Beautifully transparent. And speaking of listening, this one's for my mother. Um, she picked this as one. I, I let her pick a fave. I had to let her get in on my, I had to let her get in on my three. That's very so, black uh, of you. That's very black of you. I'm you know, I'm around here being black. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So this one's from my mom, but also love it too. Listen. Why fool yourself? Don't be afraid to help yourself. It's never too late, too late to stop and walk and listen to your heart, hear what it's saying. Stop. 
I'm over here slow dancing with myself. <laughs> hey, sometimes that's the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that collaboration. Yeah, that was me and the great Gerald Albright. From that man the, is amazing. Oh, yeah. He, don't don't say that too loud. His head might get bigger. All right. Okay. We don't. Yeah, he might ask for more cut, you know, more of a portion <laughs> of the cut. You know, if he thinks that, he, you know, he you can't really renegotiate. So. He can't yeah, renegotiate. No, no he, he can't renegotiate. He can renegotiate if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, one you collaborate with a bit. Often. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He and I have been recording off and on since probably 92, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll call me and ask me to do a vocal on his record. And then I, in turn, would do the same. And then after doing the uh, the thing that all artists do, we see each other and we go, man, we got to work together. Man, we got to work together. Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we actually got together and we did some work together. And we recorded that album, which was entitled Pleasures of the Night. And of course, we recorded that song, which is a classic done by the stylistics. Stop, look, and listen to your heart. I wonder how many babies have been made on a Will Downing album. Listen, don't get me involved in no lawsuits. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to know. You know, he might be my baby dad. Might be my baby dad. Might be my baby dad. (laughs) You look like you have strong genes. Folks will not probably be able to miss one of your kids. You have strong genes? Well... Like, that ain't Will's child. <laughs> yeah, right. Look at that nose. That ain't no part of Will's child. He ain't got no Will lips. I know Will lips when I see him. That ain't Will lips. <laughs> so let's see, if, let's see if you were right. So for my uh, third pick, now this is my joint. Yeah, I got to tell you, like I sing, I croon to this, okay? Like the hand motions, the neck, and then I try to match your vocals as best I can. But okay. I think, I think this pick, the last of my picks might be the song you thought it was going to be. We go see. Okay. All right. right. Okay. Let's find out. See, I'm still like, I'm having convulsions. (laughs) 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 Was it it? Was that it? Yo, oh yeah, that that was, that was it. it. That was it. Yeah, that was my interpretation. I'm of surprised the I didn't fix the fight, class. though. I, I just yeah. I don't know. I like after hearing that, I wouldn't want to argue with you anymore. Well, listen, stuff happens. Relationships <laughs> you know, are like that sometimes. Relationships man. are like that. After a while, you stop listening, and you know, and it just kind of is what it is. So luckily, I have an outlet. But yeah, I try. It's one of those songs that. A lot of people, I guess, didn't look at from a male's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, normally when you hear some someone say, hey, I'm trying, it's normally from a woman to a man. And, you know, men try as well. So I gave the male interpretation of a classic song originally done and written by a woman. It was Angela Bofield, who actually wrote that song to a buddy of mine who she was going out with, a guy named Buddy Williams. So, yeah, they were going through their thing and she wrote the song about them. So how do you have the courage to be so transparent when you sing, to be able to just really sing about your life and like what 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 is that? Well, that's what is that's what the job is supposed to be. I mean, you know, you're an interpreter, you're the narrator. For other people typically. Right? Yeah, I mean, well, most people get something out of a heartfelt performance, much like you have mm-hmm. when you were just, you know, kind of singing along with it. The words 
if they're really heartfelt and you do it the right way, that's exactly what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to give you the reaction that you had. I'm yeah. supposed to speak for the person who is feeling that way. And that's the job. And if you're not doing that, then you're not doing the job. You need to go do something else. You've worked with some really great musicians. It's the uh, instrumentation. It's your vocals. Like it all just comes together so masterfully. There's a consistent sound that we can hear from you that we come to know and love. Like, oh, it's Will Downing. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> is Will on the vocal? Okay, cool. Yeah, right. Give me one. Give me one. Give me one. Give me two. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, have you worked with some of the same folks? You like to switch it up. Who do you want to work with? Um, I've had the pleasure of working with just about everybody I've wanted to. I've had the pleasure of recording with Stevie. Of course, I worked with the great Rochelle Farrell, Shante Moore, people from overseas, uh, Misha Paris, oh, uh, Gerald Misha Albright. Paris, yeah. Yeah. On the other song, the Don't Wait for Love, I think that's Jonathan Butler. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've worked with a lot of amazing, amazing, talented talented folks. So the folks that are left, me and Anita Baker, we tell the same lie every time we see each other that we're going to work together, but have not done it. Extremely you know, black of y'all. Extremely yeah. black of y'all. Very. I'm going to call very, you. Yeah, very Negro-esque of us. Yes, we, we we see each other. Boy, I just love, Anita, I just love, we got her. And then she goes left and I go right. And we never work together. Can y'all please do it? Like, life is short. We're in a pandemic. I, I need y'all to get together and do it. Listen, I, I well, said it. Or at least a song, please, an LP. That, yeah, something. I don't know, half an LP or you know, whatever. But she's one. And the other person is, is someone that I tour with, and we do shows together off and on, but we've never recorded together. And that is Layla Hathaway. That so, is reprehensible. There is no it? reason. In, and she's another Sagittarian. Uh, ain't it? <laughs> Ain't it? <laughs> it's really ridiculous that you guys have not gotten together to record. That would be amazing. Yeah. But shout out to together. you for being able to dig in your bucket list of people you wanted to work with and find that the joint is virtually empty. Save right. these two <laughs> yeah. amazing female voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been very fortunate. You know, I just don't speak on it. I try to live it, you know. So I have, yeah. what, 25 albums out. So, yeah, that's the whole point of doing it, you know, to... To aim high, to work with folks that you always want to work with and reach out to them. And hopefully they respect you the way that you respect them and you can get together and do something. Have you ever recorded with, met with, sat with, talked to this amazing artist that you've chosen for today? I've had the pleasure of doing so when he was here on the planet. We actually became good friends. Mm -hmm. And it's always interesting to, to look at someone who you hold in, in high regard and, and admire. And I used to sneak into his shows when I was in high school mm -hmm. to, <laughs> to like sitting across from him and having a conversation. And like, I remember just the first time that we met, I mean, I just sat there. I was looking at him like I know he must have thought he looked like a, a piece of fried chicken to me or something because I was just sitting there staring at him like, <laughs> like what, is, what is this cat staring he's like, at? Like, what is wrong with this boy? And then finally, I just said, hey, man, when I was in high school, mm -hmm. you know, like you were like my dude, you were it. Like, I mean, to this day you are. Mm -hmm. But like you shaped my whole life musically. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the person, I can, I, can I finally say the person? Who, no, who it is? in I one second. I gotta, wait, I gotta wait, hold on in to one it. second. Y'all hold, hold on a second. I got to ask Will something real quick. So, Will, 
just the way you did with this artist and said like, hey, I've been loving you since I was, you know, in high school. Does that offend you? Like, does it, does it like, it, it's two generations here. It's me and my mother love you. Does, does that make you feel some type of way? Because I know some artists get real prickly about that. Like, ah, I don't want to hear that you've been listening to me since you were like eight, nine, ten. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Oh, you, oh, you look it, a little bothered. No, no. <laughs> you know what? It bothered me one time. Okay. One time. And then that was the wake up call for, okay, you old. Um, I was backstage <laughs> at a concert and you know, we had finished and, and this young lady was back there. Very, very attractive woman. She was back there and she's looking at me from across the room. And I'm like, I'm looking around to see like who she looking at. And I said, she can't be looking at me. And then she comes walking towards me. And I'm like, oh, you still got it. You still got it. Yes. She comes up real close to me. She uh-huh. walks up to me. She goes, you know, excuse me, Mr. Downing, my mother used to put me to bed to your music. <laughs> could you, could, could you, could you sign this for her? Could you make this video for her? And we could send it to her so she could see that I'm with, you know, like. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Of all right, course. all right, all right, yes. all right. I'll sign you. Right, yeah, okay. Tell your mama say hi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's that's when it, that was the wake up call for me. That was when it was like, ah, hey, okay, yeah, you've been doing this for a long time. I think it's high praise though, to be honest. That that um, mother and daughter could love you, but just to get just just so you feel a little bit better, even though I I, I look like I might be twenty something, I'm actually forty five. So does that make you feel any better? That I, Listen, I, I, I wasn't hurt before. Okay. And you are 25. Don't, don't be hurt. We love you. You're a member of our family. Thank you. I'm not, I, I ain't in my feelings, as they say. I ain't in my feelings. I'm good. Okay, cool. So please tell the people what artist and album you have chosen for today. The artist that, that has shaped my life and moved me in ways, even to this day when I hear him sing, is Mr. Al Jerome. And the album that I picked to represent this great man, I picked the This Time album. The album was entitled This Time. And that album for me was just, Lord have mercy. Tell us a little bit about why you love it so much. Okay, so when this album came out, I was in high school. I believe I want to say like it was 19, I think this album came out in 1979 or 1980. And I was in high school. Now, here's the here's the, the the kind of funny part. Now, I had been a fan prior to that, okay. but you can't tell people who grew up, you know, in the era that I grew up, that you were into like an Al Jarreau. So, like, we had a uh, Look, a talent tell concert. me about it. How could I tell my friends I was into a Will Downing? Right. Uh, yeah. I, I you, are, you are an auntie already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> at, hey, at least they might have known who I was. Like my friends, sure. we all we all grew up listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie. Aretha. They didn't know Al Jarreau, though. That they had checks. not not a freaking clue. All right, so now here's the little Nah, I ain't know nothing. <laughs> they didn't know nothing about rooftop is a banger if you think about it, though, right? But that came out later. <laughs> Oh my God! Listen to you. <laughs> my 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 my! Wow. Go on, Will. Go ahead. Tell your story. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So I'm in high school, right? We're having a talent contest, and I told another friend of mine who sings. I said I'm going to do uh, a one in a million, 
by Larry Graham. That was like one of the hottest mm. joints at the time. One in a million. You sang that song, all the girls, ah! so I told him, I said, I'm going to sing one in a million. He said, oh man, that's great. So when you got to school, you're supposed to write down like the song and the artist that you were going to do. So I get to school and I look up on the board and the thing says, Ricardo, you know, a one in a million. My friend's name was Ricardo. I'm like, oh, still black. Uh, black, did you really? Well, you know, I, I, I like, I like one in a million too. I was thinking about it. I just didn't say that. I, he had a voice like that. I just didn't say well, I was gonna do it, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna do. It. And so I said, man, I said I'm, I'm doing one of my heroes. I don't care what nobody say. And I wrote up there, Al Jarreau, sad and so distracted. Distracted was the name of the song. And everybody's looking at the board like, who, what? Because you had to get the band. They had a jazz band. A jazz band in school had to play. And all of them were looking at me like, who? What? I said, this dude is the greatest thing. And they're all laughing at me. And I'm like, I'm t- you'll see. You'll see. One day you're going to see. <laughs> and, and, the, and the This Time album was out. And we learned the song. And then after that, they became fans. And I Look mean... Hey, Introducing listen. the people to that good music. Yeah, absolutely. They needed that. They needed I, it some culture. They needed it. I want to get into one of the cuts that you that you picked, and then I want to know why this one is. Ooh, I just Shane, let 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 the people hear it. Lovers <laughs> once again, and you near me. Remember the rain in December, the leaves of brown on the ground. In Spain, I did love and adore you. But you know, Al will flip it on you in a heartbeat. You think it's yeah. one thing, and then the next thing you know, he was yeah. Twister before Twister was Twister. Yeah, he was Twister long before Twister was even Twister, before Twister was even thought of, or itching his daddy's pants. He was long before. Long that. before. <laughs> so, what you love about Spain? Spain was originally a instrumental song by Chick Corea. Mm. So Al put the words to the song Spain. And so everything that he's singing was a melody that was already played on the piano on the original version. So to even have the, the vocal dexterity to do that is unbelievable. To have the openness to do some of the, what people would probably consider to be crazy and make those crazy sounds and scatting that he does. I mean, that's real art. That's what art is supposed to be all about. You know, um, with a lot of vocalists today, and even with myself, we're very reserved. We try to think radio friendly, like this gotta be this way. It's gotta be structured like this. I gotta sing it like this. I can't deviate. You know, I can't go but so far left because people won't be able to keep up. That was the joy of like an Al Jarreau. He was bold. He was very bold. He was himself. He never let go of his, I'm not going to say childish, but like it, it, it's it's like a kid's mentality. You just sing, like you just mm-hmm. kind of sing loud or you kind of, ooh, or you, you make a sound or whatever. And at some point you get to a certain age and you let that go because you think people are going to laugh at you. He never did it. You know what I mean? He held on to that. So much like a Bobby McFerrin did. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yes, or does. for so, sure. You know, 
Yeah, or John Hendricks, the same way. Or even if you want to go way, way, way back, there's someone like a King Pleasure mm. uh, who sang uh, Moody's Mood for Love. There I go, there I go, there I go, there I go. This is in the art of that, where it was an instrumental, and they put lyrics on top of it, and they sang uh, as the instrumentalist would play. So if it was a sax player, they would actually sing the sax part. Depend And regardless of how melodic it was. If it was a whole bunch of notes together, they would kind of go with it. And that there's an art to that. Do and you feel there's bold? A, a spirit. Um, no, nah, no. Nah. Why? No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, I, I have on certain songs, but then people don't get it, you know, mm. and, but I'm in the commercial business. I'm in the commercial uh, way of making music and, and, and making money, you know, mm-hmm. I, ours is more soulful, but you know, at that point, you know, you're a straight up jazz artist and, you know, jazz is free. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always on the cusp of between R&B and jazz. So I kind of, I walk the line very finely. Got you. Okay. Um, you mentioned this next one that I'm going to play. Here goes. Well, there was a deep tooth on the way With a soft shoulder to Even the lonely Is a really, really Sad and so distracted I know you knew him personally, but I miss him. Like, I just, I miss his voice. I miss that sound. I know we have the the the, the albums. Right. But I just, I don't know. Do you know, is that weird? No, it's not weird at all. I mean, you have to remember that artists influence other artists. And probably the closest thing that we have to a Jero from a tone standpoint is someone like Kim. Yeah. So Kim is like a derivative of Al. Different. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, that that same tone, that same spirit. I mean, much like I'm a derivative of like a Luther Vandross. Yeah. You know. That checks. And yeah. So we all come from something. I'm sure there's some young artists that are out today that might listen to someone like me or might listen to someone like a Kim and will kind of shape who they become. But, you know, it's a combination of, you know, who they who they were and who we are that make us you know, the musical folks that we are today. What is it about Distracted that made your list off of that album? I thought that for me back then, I didn't really understand the lyric, but musically, I thought it was everything because it was musical, it was soulful, it was jazzy. Lyrically, like I said, I didn't understand. I understand the song a lot more now than I did then. It's, you know, if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's almost like someone who was in a relationship. They were going through a rocky time. You know, they weren't sure where they were going with the relationship. And he met someone along the way. And it's like, uh, okay, well, it's a detour, you know, for us, you know, for me <laughs> to get back to you. So, mm-hmm. you know, I took the detour along the way with a, you know, soft shoulder toll to pay, you know, keeping me <laughs> lonely, sad and so distracted. So it's kind of like you plead your case with someone else. They kind of took you in. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't really in, in in love with him, but it was just something to do until you get back to the number one. So distracted. Look, that, yeah, that's 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 a <laughs> that's a nice way to put. I cheated on you while we were in a break. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, is it cheating really? If you're on a break, is it is it really cheating? See, Will, and therein <laughs> lies the 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 debate of all ages. <laughs> the debate of all ages. This last one that you picked, I I thought, okay, that's an interesting choice. Uh, I'm excited to ask you about it on the other side. Hang on. 
what's the tea on Give Me What You Got? I believe that the song is about, once again, it's the same sort of thing, two people who are on the fence in their relationship, and one person is saying, well, you know what? I'll take whatever you whatever you're willing to 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 give, and we'll make it work. I'll make it work somehow. So I'm so so some sort of a compromise uh, in the relationship, mm-hmm. and that's what I pull from from that song every time I hear it. You know, it's it's like you know we've been through all these things together. You know, there's something there. We don't have to break up, but you know, hey, I'll 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 take a I'll take two steps towards you if you take one towards me. So that sort of thing. Give me what you got. I'll make it work. You know, I just don't want to lose you. Sort of, sort of a song. You, are, you have feelings. You're, you're a deep romantic around these parts. Well, hey, no, he wrote it. I'm just kidding. But, but, you. but, but, you, but the, the things you gravitate to, you know, it, they seem to have this, this, this transparency love theme. Well, you also would have had them known him and his wife Susan. So okay. it was always like this. This, this, I don't want it was complicated. Like they had this love, love, love thing. And then it was sort of like, hey, really, you know, and, and I always believed it was more from her side than his, you yeah. know, like, hey, you know, I think I want to. And I think that that she was his muse. Mm. Uh, you know, he was the, the she was the reason why he could create the way he did. And some of us, you know, we find that person and it's like, I can't let you go. Like you're everything to me, even though you know, from the other side, from the other perspective, it may not be reciprocated. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, we we go, but it's like, no, 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 but you're my everything. I love you. It's like, yeah, I like you. Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You're all right. You know, like, I need you to love me. I need you. I can't create, I can't do anything without you. That sort of thing. So give me what you got and I'll be satisfied. If that's, you know, that's enough for me, but you can't let me go. Tell me how he influenced your career. Like if you could just, if you could just kind of quantify with the knowing him, the experience of having discovered his music, sang his music, studied his music, and then you got a chance to actually meet him and and vibrate with him. Like what was that experience like for you? The first time I met him, as I said, my jaw was like on the floor because I'd seen him in concert so many times. I used, like I said, I used to sneak into his shows. I mean, I get thrown out, but I would sneak in a sound check or something like that and just be in awe of someone who was in complete control of his instrument. And I'm 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 always in awe of anyone that's like that. Like uh there's a bunch of instrumentalists that I know, uh, like a Marcus Miller is like that on bass. Gregory Porter, who's someone who's current, Oof. who is like, I mean, He's to incredible. me, yeah, he is incredible. Uh so I, I always love people who are in control of their instruments, who are in touch with their feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that's what Al is. You know, and his music says that. His songs are storytelling songs. Um, even though you relegated me to one album. I had uh, to. Them be yeah, the rules. It's very know, black for me, as you yeah, would say. You, yeah, you, you put me in a box and, you know, you went, you went everywhere on me. I only got this <laughs> one day, one album. You know, you get one album. But if you go back to his early stuff, like We Got By, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the lyrics on that song, you know, hardly yeah. had a belly full, never knew a new bicycle, you know, like, okay, wait a minute. It automatically paints a picture of someone who didn't have, yeah. you know what I mean? And you could see it. And and to me, that's what, 
writing and that's what singing and that's what producing that's what it's all about that's what artistry is it's like i should be able to close my eyes and visualize exactly what you're saying so when i hear songs like that like yeah we didn't have much but you know we got by we made it you know we ate you know it, it, his was a lot more dramatic you know like we ate beans out of a can or you know we we had enough to buy some bread and some beans but we go to the park and we make the best of it it was like oh my god <laughs> you know it, it's it's just it just touches me that way you know what i mean that's like real art to me i think what's interesting is i'm hearing you talk about al in this way and that's how i feel about you like so uh, so someone feels this way but i'm not even trying to gas you up like <laughs> We're already friends, so <laughs> I don't need to be more friend points. But no, I'm serious. The same way you're talking about Al, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, that's how I feel about him. I can close my eyes. I can visualize. I always wanted to make music videos. When I was younger, listening to different, I would create my own music videos about what was happening. And and so I, I'll, I'll spare you the details of having put you in one of those videos and you've got <laughs> on a, a trench coat and you're stepping out of a limousine. Like I've already directed like wow. half of Mood. You know what I mean? All right. All right. All but right. But you do that too, Will. You do, you do that for us as well. You sing in a way that we can feel it and we can see it. At least those of us who have some vision. Well, you know what? That's the job. As I said, you know, when I sing songs, it makes me feel alive on stage because, you know, the the classic songs are classic because they have been out for so long. And when you do them over and over and over every night, sometimes they lose their the, the intensity of the lyric. But then sometimes if you really go back and you listen to what you're saying, what it's supposed to be about, you know, you visualize it as well as the artist on stage. So if I sing a song like I Go Crazy, I say, you know, hello, girl, it's been a while. Guess you'll be glad to know that I've learned how to laugh and smile. Getting over you was slow, but they say old lovers can be good friends. But I never thought that I would see you again. It's like, you know, running into that old flame of yours out in the street. And it's like, oh, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, hey, girl, how you doing? Damn, you look good. I didn't think I'd see you again. And here we are. As soon as I see you, I fall right back in love and lust with you. And ah, so it, so in my mind, me. right, you 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 standing on the street corner, right? And you you put you you put your you put your collar up just a little bit because it's cold, it's late November. And you're crossing the street, it's New York City in the in the in the in the what do you the manholes have smoke coming from it, and you're crossing, and then all of a sudden out of the smoke comes it's like, that's what I see when you just did that. And that's you, what and I see when you look like it. you do a double take because you like, yeah. is that her? Is that her? Yeah, yeah. And you look in her eyes and go crazy. Yep, that's it. That's, That's it. it. I still I still go crazy when I look in your eyes. Then so y'all dip like, into a little cafe and catch up. Well, no, that's when she tells me she got 10 kids and she's married. Ten <laughs> 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 kids married in and out of a job. Child. Yeah, right. right. And then they smile and ain't no teeth there. So, oh, ain't okay. No teeth, well, uh, yeah. the, hair, not the hair, the wig comes off and the, uh, the scalp is splotchy. Uh, see, yeah, you like, like, see, now you don't going too far now. See, <laughs> you like, never mind, girl. Never tell mind. Tell your mom and then I say, hey, tell your sister, hope your sister's all right. Tell Carol I said, hey. uh, uh, you know it's got it. She got an older sister called Carol. Tell Carol I said, hey now. Will, what are you working on? What are you working on right now? Like, what's your? What can we? What can we expect to hear? What's going on? Well, I just dropped album number twenty-five. I think I dropped that November third. So, working that record, 
the Sophisticated Soul album. So we'll tour that in the beginning of the year. I mean, we're touring now. We're doing dates now. But I will tour and pull from pieces of that album in the new year. So we'll do that and uh, probably start working on album number 26 in the well, meantime Well, hopefully Layla well. and Anita are going to be on that joint. I mean, I, I certainly hope so. From your lips to God's ears, uh, it'll he happen. to me too, Will. I know he does. I know he does. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got the whole world. It is. And he got to listen to you. It is. Ears. He got, he does all that. Yeah. So. <laughs> what? What? Um, tell the people where they can find you on the social, sir, please. On social media. I'm Will Downing Singer on Facebook. I'm Will Downing 3 on Instagram and Twitter. You can come to my website. Come to willdowning.com. Click on tour, it'll tell you where I'm going or where I ain't going. You know, come to theprinceofsophisticatedsoul.com and you can pick up merchandise and all that fun stuff, new music. Uh, so, yeah, that's how you can find me. Punch up Will Downing. You see someone that's not so attractive but bald headed and um, of a darker hue, it's probably me. Just press follow. Cut it out. I'm over here cracking up because I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be interesting if you could click on an artist's tour dates? It's like, here's where I ain't going. So, well, here's, where, here's where I'm going. Here's where I ain't going. Here's where I am not going. So just <laughs> no, don't even look oh, for no. me here, please. Oh, no, no, no. This ain't. Here's where I ain't going. Here's where I ain't going. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending time with me. You have been, you have been a delight. Oh, thank you. And vice versa. Listen, and next time, give me more than one album so I can like, <laughs> Like y'all really digging to the artist. Frank McComb, y'all just trying to change all of the stuff. Yeah, like he, he called yeah. me with three albums. I said, sir, no, no, no. It's one. But I like it because, first of all, <laughs> artists like you all, I I don't envy the choice you have to make. Because I'm sure it's so many. So many. But well, let me always, ask you a question. Yes, did, what's did up? Frank, Frank I, I have a feeling I know who he picked. But if, if it ain't that, I'm going to be completely blown away. You did have pick, gotten it right so far. Hey, did, he had to pick Donnie Hathaway. He did. Now, of course, he was I going was to say, pick, like, but, but he was going to do Stevie. Then it was going to be, um, ah, you got to listen to the episode because I, had, I I started my quick story off with the fact that I was going to quit him because if he called me with another, like, I think I might want to do. I said, listen, Frank. <laughs> You don't change the rules to vinylly. But he, he ended up doing, uh, and it was, a yeah, yeah, yeah. It made sense that he would do that, right? It yeah. Sense, but well, because he's a playing, he's, you know, he's an artist who sings and plays and whatnot. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. I mean, I listen to Frank and I, and I hear, I hear Donnie. I mean, I can hear Stevie as well, but mm-hmm. I hear Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. That brother, that brother, uh, Rami Ragged. But he finally settled on Donnie, and it was an amazing conversation. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you, Will, so much for being with me. Come back. Come holla at me again at some point. I will. I, I will. Enjoy. More than Look, one album. As my grandmother was, I enjoyed you. I, <laughs> I enjoyed you. Everybody got a grandmother got one saying that's just like, okay. My grandmother's was, is your head a plenty? Is your head a plenty? That means... Is that the, did you get enough to eat? Did, of course, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she called well, me Mr. Mouth. Say it again. Is you had a plenty. Miss, she called me Mr. Mouth because she thought I was going to be a preacher. She said, Mr. Mouth, is you had a plenty? And I said, yeah, grandma. And then, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I go on outside and play and I go outside. <laughs> I, I cannot with you. We'll talk soon, Will. You got it. Thank you. Congratulations and continued success. Oh, thank you, Will. Listen. I'm not going to hold y'all. 
but this collaboration still sends me. Who Lord. <laughs> Until we spin again.